Do we love ourselves just the way we are? Hmm? Working on it? Yeah. You know, many people live in this world thinking something's wrong with them. I don't know who you're talking about, Edith. (laughs) They believe someone else is better than them. That they are not good enough. For anyone who is thinking those those thoughts, I want you to know that's not the truth. It is a belief that is rooted deeply. It may go back 5, 10, 20, maybe 62 years. Mm -hmm. That's how old I am. Long time. But today, I, I want you to know and I want you to consider that we are good enough. That we are good enough to be. Now, understanding that we are good enough, it, it, there are three components that I came up with. Noticing, knowing, and practice. Noticing, knowing, and practice, right? They say, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, 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 right? I'm going to say that over and over again with you, that it takes practice for us to get to where we're wanting to go, where we're wanting to grow. But let's look at noticing first. The way to notice is through self-observation. So every time you hear the thought of, I'm not good enough, or someone's better than me, or whatever, you can say, oh, thank you very much. You say it to yourself. Like, I know who you are. I've been saying that to you, me, right, turning within, for a long time. I get it. Hmm? And we want to hmm, see what it's like to have transformation just by noticing, by self-observation. The second component in understanding we are good enough is by knowing or knowledge. Knowledge provides us the opportunity to know we are okay just the way we are. Takes knowledge. So let's look at some Bible verses that can kind of help us see what I mean. And I'm going to be talking to you about the the woman who touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Now it is written in um, the three synoptic Gospels. So there are four Gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And, and the three um, synoptic Gospels that I'm speaking about today comes from what we call the Christian Bible now, but a lot of people might remember it as the New Testament. Now, these synoptic Gospels, the reason why it says synoptic is because they have similar stories and passages. And the three we're looking at 
in, inside of the, the lady who touched the hem is located in Matthew, Luke, and Mark. But I'm going to be reading to you from the book of Matthew because it has less verses. It's not as long. Why do we need long? We're going to look at the shortened version of it. This comes from Matthew chapter 9, verses 20 and 22 through 22, and this is what it states. Then suddenly, a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be made well. Jesus turned. And seeing her, he said, take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. And instantly, the woman was made well. Now, in the other two Gospels, the writers who wrote those Gospels said that the woman, she was afraid. That she, she didn't want Jesus to know she was touching his garment. She was afraid, I think, because she didn't think she was good enough for him to see her face. Can you imagine that? Now here this woman had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. Now when, when women um, had their time of menstruation, you know, it's once a month typically, back then, long time ago, a couple thousand years or so ago, that they couldn't even come outside. They weren't allowed to be seen. Most of them stayed inside. And so imagine that for 12 years, it was shunned upon for her to be seen. But she felt that it was some way, something could happen if she just got to him. And perhaps he wouldn't know. You see, I think that she believed she wasn't good enough for him to see her. But she had faith. And Jesus said to her, your faith has made you well. Now, now listen to this. When he said, your faith has made you well, he was saying she already had it within her. So when we're looking at being good enough to be, it's being good enough to know we already have goodness here. That in her declaration of it, in her, her saying that, that if I just get to him and touch him, I'm sure I'll be okay. You see, having fear can keep us from reaching out and touching someone. And yet, she had that. And, and, and having that courage to let go of her fear and even go behind him was powerful and strong. Now, Tony Robbins stated that we must face our fears. When you start asking yourself the right questions about why you're not feeling good enough, he said, you'll find it's often related to fear. Now, how do we understand these things? And for this whole month of July, we've been talking about the spiritual power of understanding. 
that understanding is the ability to know. So when we're looking at that second component of knowing, it is an internalized knowing. Just like the lady that touched the hem. She had a knowing, even though it wasn't appearing that way. You see, knowing is looking beyond appearances. And the color that's associated with this month is what? Gold. Gold. Yes, I have my gold shoes on. <laughs> Those who know, know. And in the revealing word, the book of metaphysical terms that we have, written by Charles Fillmore, our co-founder, he says that it's comparisons, in other words, understanding, it's comparisons are not made in the realm of form, but in the realm of ideas. Now, ideas are the ideas that come from the divine, the ideas that are already planted within us, and that when we get past the form or get past the appearances, then we're able to look deeper. We're able to go deeply within. Now, last week I had a story. I talked about Travis, the football player, remember? And, I, and he had gone with his other football players in Florida, and they'd gone to a middle school, and he sees a, a little kid, a little middle schooler, and he went, and he, he saw him sitting alone. And he went and bought some pizza, some slices of pizza. So what kid does not like pizza? Yeah. So he goes and buys the pizza and asks the kid if he could join him. So he did. And I said to you I was going to tell you the rest of the story today. So I'm so glad you came back. For those of you who, who weren't here, it was about the kid and the pizza. Yeah. And so he went and, and he, um, Travis sat down with this kid and they started to talk. Now, the child's name is Bo, and his mother had some feelings and beliefs about Bo. She had feelings of anxiety about him, and perhaps she felt he wasn't good enough or didn't measure up to others. You see, Bo had autism. He had a diagnosis of autism. And at times, his mother was actually grateful that he had autism, that it shielded him. You see, Bo didn't notice when people didn't invite him to birthday parties anymore. He didn't notice and didn't mind when, when he sat alone during lunch. Does that make you feel sad? You feel a little sadness, don't you? For this kid that... He has a diagnosis, but we know that's not him, right? That day, Travis sat next to Bo. And Travis, I'm, you know, he didn't know that Bo had a diagnosis of autism. He just saw a normal kid. Why? Because Travis, Bo is a normal kid. That Travis saw something within him and simply went and ate pizza with him. And when Bo's mom heard that Travis had gone to eat with her son, she, she cried. She cried because someone accepted her son as being good enough to be. Now that has us take another look 
in a metaphysical way, and we're going to look at the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary. In there, it, it says that being is composed of wisdom, will, and consciousness. That it takes all of these to make what we term God, and we stand in this Godhead as will, which is August, by the way. Ideas exist eternally in wisdom. They are made manifest through will, and that manifestation is called consciousness. But what does that mean? I've said to you before that consciousness equals awareness, that when we are conscious, that we're having this, this knowing that is bigger than things we could see. That when we're looking at awareness and consciousness, we actually get to know that the truth of who we are is that we are each created in the image and likeness of God. It says that in the book of Genesis. I think it's Genesis 1.26. Don't quote me on that, but I'm just kind of guessing. But talks on, in Talks on Truth, Charles Fillmore Talks on Truth is a book, for those of you who don't know. Oh, oh, book, about 100 years old. He says this, that to be born into the spirit is to come into an entirely new and different state of consciousness. So, so when we become aware that we are each living and moving and breathing in our godliness, and I don't mean God like, oh my goodness, how could we say God? When we look at that we're each created in the image and likeness of God, and we want to quote things out the Bible, then we get to know that that's the truth. That's the truth with the big T of who we are. So then if we are created in the image and likeness of God, then therefore we are always good. We are always good. That, that there's nothing, that there's no one, including ourselves, that could tell us that we are less than, that we are always good enough to be. Remember to be like being, being in the consciousness, in the awareness of all good, that that is who we are and that is who we are always be. And in order for us to really get this concept deep in our psyche, we look at the third component to understand we are good enough to be, and that is with practice. And with practice, what I'm talking about this morning, or whatever time it is where you're at, we're talking about affirmations. It's a practice. And affirmations are a statement of truth even if we can't see them. Remember, we're looking at understanding, which is beyond the physical, beyond what we can see. And in affirmations, it brings it home that we can affirm something that is not necessarily so, like the lady who touched the hem. That she did not know for sure, for sure, no, that anything was going to happen differently after these 12 years over and over again every day. But she affirmed it. She affirmed the truth of who she is, that truth with the capital T, that truth that is spirit, that truth that connects us and binds us with the divine. 
statements of truth. So when I create statements of truth called affirmations, I tend to put I am in there. So when you hear me say I am blah, blah, blah for the affirmation, it's because I am connects us with God like I am that I am, that it talks about at the burning bush, if you've heard of that. And so I create affirmations of I amness, like I am good enough to be because I am capable. I am good enough to be because I am powerful. I am good enough to be because I am created in the image and likeness of God. I am good enough to be because I am. Noticing. Knowing. Practice. Noticing. Knowing and practice. So let's practice for a moment. I want you, in your seats, out there in love, stream, and land, to create an affirmation, like now. And here's how it's going to go. I'm going to make it super easy for you. You're going to say in, in these, these words in the beginning of your affirmation, I am good enough to be blah, blah, blah. See? Super easy. So think for a moment. I'm going to give you like 10 seconds. Like Vanna White. Okay. Yeah. And I want you to create an affirmation for yourself. I am good enough to be and fill in the blank. Take it within. If you need to close your eyes, that's cool. If not, just focus on a spot anywhere. The candles, these Christ candles right here. I am good enough to be. 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 Do you have it? Would one person like to say what your affirmation is? And online, you can put it in the chat box, whether you're on Facebook Live or on our YouTube Live channel. What came up for you? I am good enough to be. What? Anybody? Shout it out. I am good enough to be myself. And it was more than one here that thought that. I am good enough to be myself. Mm, just breathe into the affirmation. You just created it. You just practiced the truth of who we are. And here is one that you could take home with you. I'm going to say it once and then affirm us to say it together. I am good enough to be me just the way I am. See, we wrapped I am in the beginning. I am at the end of the affirmation. Spirit, I am. Let's say it together. I am good enough to be me just the way I am. I am good enough to be me just the way I am. Now, we're going to say it again, and when you say I, point to yourself, all right? Let's do it again. I am good enough to be just the way I am. And so it is. For it is up to us. Mm. Amen and namaste.